there, it's me, your money. And welcome to Tandia Talks Money. They say money talks, and it is true, I do. And I also like to work hard. They say it builds character, but it also builds TFSAs and RRSPs, which is why every week Tandia will share new ideas, tips, and wisdom from Tandia's finest to help you get to where you want to go. You know, with a little help from me, of course. Like, who else? I'm not even going to pretend to sing like Alicia Keys, but I don't know if this helps, but good job. You're doing a good job. Good job. You're doing a good job. Don't get too down. The world needs you now. Know that you matter. Matter, matter, yeah. Again, no Alicia Keys. Like, they just don't make singers like that anymore. But money can't buy happiness. Don't let that get you down. It's an adage that some people live by and others ignore. The saying means that true happiness comes from within, not from possessions that can be bought. While I agree with this, money, however, is related to a lot of things, personal care, shelter, food, and more. And as much as we can look inward to find happiness and material goods will not make you eternally happy, the freedom to pay for basic needs and enriching experiences certainly does help. Now, here's the thing. Money is often a result of financial health, which improves your mental health and has a domino effect. With Bell Let's Talk Day coming up this week, I mean, if you are unaware of what that is, in September of 2010, Bell launched the Bell Let's Talk Mental Health Initiative, the largest corporate commitment to mental health in Canada focused on four key action pillars, fighting the stigma, improving access to care, supporting world-class research, and leading by example in workplace mental health. Since then, Bell Let's Talk has committed more than $139 million to Canadian mental health initiatives. And let's face it, this day gets us all talking about the struggles of mental health. And today, specifically, we're going to walk through the link between finances and mental health and how you can address it. This year's Bell Let's Talk Day campaign is focused on the message of let's change this. So that's, you know, that's where we come in. Let us provide some solutions and be your new financial sidekick that is full of advice and encouragement and cheering you on on the sidelines and giving you some tactics to do that will help you feel your best and have fun at the same time. The Canadian government did a study on the impact of financial stress on your physical and mental health in 2019. And did you know that if you're dealing with financial stress, you are twice as likely to report poor overall health. You're four times as likely to suffer from sleep problems, headaches, and other illnesses. More likely to experience a strain in your personal relationships. Financial stress can also lead to more serious health problems, such as heart disease, high blood pressure, mental health conditions such as depression and anxiety. 
So what can we do to help with your overall financial wellness? How do we get you feeling confident in your financial decisions? We've seen the shift in our culture where the importance of self-care has become so vital in our lives. But what often doesn't get included is the financial side, that incorporating that into our self-care ritual and habits will ultimately help us to achieve our goals and reach our goals. So what can we do to help you get there? Here's a few tips that we thought we could provide you today to help create the change that you need to see in your life. So let's start with tip number one, learning to say no and understanding why. We've chatted about this before in other episodes that, you know, it's okay to say no sometimes and put yourself first. A lot of our financial burdens sometimes come from the fact that we're trying to be the people pleaser and attending the costly social event or giving into the request for the expensive gift, lending somebody money that maybe you shouldn't have. Now, this won't happen overnight. You know, you won't automatically turn over a new leaf tomorrow and say, I'm going to say no to everything. But learning to be okay with saying no and not feeling guilty is something that is going to help you financially. It's going to help serve your better financial decisions. And we don't mean saying no to every social event again and never participating in anything again. But if that social event is going to put you over your budget or you feel it will create stress in your life that you may end up internalizing, then you need to ask yourself, what are the pros and cons? What are the pros of attending this event? What are the cons of attending this event? And it's okay If the cons outweigh the pros and you can say no and feel okay with that, which leads me, you know, to my next point is establish boundaries. Obviously, obviously it is easier said than done, you know, easier said to say, yeah, you can say no and not feel guilty about it. There's a lot of emotions that come with setting boundaries and saying no and putting yourself first. But Boundaries are important and will help you with your with our first tip, right? So now your mind may have automatically gone to the fact that I'm telling you to set boundaries with other people. But it's also important to be mindful and understand how to set boundaries with yourself. You know, an example, implement yourself a one-day consideration period before making a big purchase. Or, you know, pick a dollar amount and anything over that dollar amount requires the one-day cooling period. This allows you time to process the decision, think it through, create that pros and cons list before you pull that trigger and overspend and now you're stuck with this like guilt that you've overspent on something that you shouldn't have. Set yourself some spending boundaries. This can look different for everyone. Some may set spending limits per category of their financial picture. And sometimes it's as easy as, okay, I'm going to set up an automatic savings plan and I'm going to set the boundary that I am going to save this year and I'm going to make it automatic and I'm going to make it easy for myself. By doing these things, even if it's small, it starts to help improve your confidence, your independence, and ultimately your awareness of your finances, which in turn equates to an improved mental health state. Okay, now it's time to address the big elephant in the room the debt. Denial is not bliss. Debt is one of the most common financial stressors. And when it's avoided, only compounds the problem. Now, no pun intended, but the compounding interest, the dipped credit scores only add fuel to the fire. And this can cause an array of emotions, anxiety levels, shame, which all ultimately takes a toll on your mental health. So when we look at the theme of this year of create change, step one could be having a conversation with an expert to help you deal with your debt. 
create yourself a repayment plan for yourself that is realistic and helps you achieve those goals. Negotiate your interest rate. Look at a consolidation option. There are solutions out there for you. It's just a matter of taking that first step and the rest will come. I think I can find a way to work this next tip into every single episode. And I think I have worked it into every episode, but it just goes to show how important it is. I want you to pause and think about times when you felt the most overwhelmed. Perhaps those were times of uncertainty, right? Like when you're uncertain about something or you're not sure what's coming next, that makes you feel overwhelmed. Now, a big part of financial stress is the same feeling uncertainty of what's happening, where money is going, avoiding checking that credit card balance, because sometimes subconsciously, It's easier, you know, like if we can't see it, then there isn't an issue. We've all been there when you get that statement in the mail or email, especially like that time of year. And you think, oh, my, like, I don't want to open this because you're simply worried about what you're going to be seeing. But you need to be reflective and mindful because knowing the numbers actually may influence you to make better financial decisions instead of ignoring these statements. It's like when you, you know, when you're on that health kick and you're focused on changing your lifestyle and you are more mindful of what you're eating or how you're moving your body, you are more inclined to continue that path and make better health decisions. So you need to think of your finances and do the same with your finances. So budget and plan out your goals, set those spending boundaries, and be mindful of your whole financial picture so it allows you to make better decisions. First, you just, you know, spend and hope for the best at the end of the day that like that miracle is going to happen. Having a sense of stability and security usually does ease the mind. So make it a priority. Not only focus on the decisions you are making now, but plan for your future. Now, when you know you're saving for your retirement or a home purchase, or you have made a plan to tackle your debt, you're really setting your future self up for less stress and worry. And you do, in the moment, find relief knowing that you are thinking about your future and your current plans. Because it all ties together, right? Like we're sometimes stressed like, oh, what if I don't have enough time in retirement? What if I'm still carrying this debt there? So do yourself the favor now and plan for the future and plan for the moment. Lastly, our last point and our last tip today is get the support you need with your mental health and finances. Money, you know, it makes the world go round and has a profound effect on your mental health. Don't discount it when it comes to your personal self-care, whether it's needing to find a banking BFF or simply starting a savings account, or simply taking action of not being afraid to open your statement. There is support all around, and it's just a matter of taking that initial step towards achieving a healthy financial picture. It's a new year. It's a chance to do things different. We're here to be your financial sidekick, your banking BFF. We are here full of advice and encouragement and things that you can do that will help you feel your best and have fun at the same time. We truly believe that self-knowledge and understanding of your financial picture helps to empower you to make better financial decisions and have a positive relationship with money. We want you to recognize your worth and help you to enjoy life to its fullest and beyond so you can have the experiences you've always wanted to do. Hopefully it didn't scare you away with my singing to start the episode, but no, we are here for you. We encourage you to get in touch with us at any time, whether it's with a question about our business or a comment on how we might be able to answer some burning financial questions. After all, at Tandia, your voice is the most important one. Thank you so much for tuning in. We hope you found some value through these podcasts. 
We are on all the social channels, so snap a photo of this podcast, tag us, and share us out on your channels so we can help get the word out. Rate us, and don't forget you can always connect with us at Tandia.com. Catch you soon. Thanks for tuning in. I don't know about you, but I feel smarter already. Remember, Tandia is here to help. If you found this podcast helpful, please let us know. Got feedback? Want to learn more? Just head to Tandia.com. Tandia, as unique as you. Thank you.